welcome back, this is part 2 of the episode, if you haven't listened to the first one yet, tune into episode 19. Now to my next question, which would be, what do you think about the whole idea of hustle culture which has set in in recent times? Because everyone wants to move forward, there is a race for producing more and which also leads to burnout. So what would you say about dealing with that? I personally in one line can tell you I do not believe in hustle culture at all. See, hustle culture is optics. It's optics. You look busy, but you're not productive. You're busier. Is it? Yes, yes. Because you're constantly doing something or the other. Now, as a human being, your mind does not compartmentalize and switch on and switch off so fast until and unless you're trained. Like I am, I can switch on and I can switch off. But that happens with time, experience and profession maybe, right? Everyone's not into that. So you're not able to switch on and switch off. So what you're doing is you're piling up. You've you've hustled from one place to another, but you have carried on what you have left at the other place. You've hustled, you've moved into something, you will do the job. That's not my problem. That's not what I'm talking about. You will do what you need to do. but. You're not even taking a pause to experience what you are doing. There's no mindfulness about hustling. And hustling is not new. Let me tell you, this word hustle is pretty old. Um, I mean, I used to love a lot of hip hop songs back in the day and everything was on hustling culture. Except we didn't call it hustling culture and we enjoyed listening to those kind of songs, whether it be like a Tupac or... Wow, that's great. Yeah, so hustling is not new. It's something that that is used very often in some cultures, the word by itself. But being a hustler, first and foremost, are you hustling for the right thing? That's important. Hustling does not mean that you constantly have to be on the move. Then what happens is, no, we get so subconsciously wired to be doing something constantly gavish that at times when you don't need to do anything, when you need to rest, when you need to take a pause, you won't. You'll feel guilty. So not only does it lead to burnouts, it also leads to productivity guilt. And that is the issue with hustling culture. Like you're not in one place completely. You're not in your now. You're not present. You're not mindful. You're just doing what needs to be done. And then one fine day, you turn 60 and you realize, what the hell was I doing? Like What happened? Where did life go by? So you have to at least experience the journey while you're on it. Otherwise, what's the point? So in that sense, I mean, hustling culture doesn't work for me. There was a time and maybe there's an age for you to, when you have the energy, do as much as you can, be as productive as you can, be as efficient as you can, work hard, work smart, do whatever's needed of you, you know, like go, go above and beyond. But don't be busy people, be business people. That was a great saying, I mean, don't be busy, be business people. Right? I mean... Busy people, I'm busy for this, I'm busy, oh, I have to go there. So when you're talking a hustler, to be honest, you'll always hear about what they're supposed to do next. Yeah, and I'm not interested. I'm not interested in what you're doing next. That's your life, that's your choice. Do what you can, do what you need to. Okay, but do it mindfully. Enjoy the process at least. Itna hustle karke jana hai mujhe, ye bata do. Where are you going to go with all of that? So take it a little easy in the sense, do things that make you productive, not busy. Remember that. And everything you do on a daily basis need not have to be productive. Sometimes doing nothing is great. And that's cool too. So it really is up to you. 
just don't think that by being a hustler you suddenly become successful famous rich or glorified that's not happening and even if it does it's very temporary i've watched people do that and i have seen them fall as well and i would just advise that you go slow go steady be consistent steadfast in whatever you're doing but enjoy it enjoy whatever journeys you're on that is true and burnout what if you have actually bought into this whole idea of hustle culture and then you have experienced a burnout hmm. how do you wake up from that so burnout essentially is now identified by who as a medical condition okay because 90% people employees have faced severe burnout at work burnout is also one of the reasons for the great resignation that has recently taken place all over the world specifically in the us so a lot of people have gone through burnout now what burnout essentially does is it is prolonged stress you know you're stressed about something but when that stress continues to grow it becomes chronic all right when it becomes chronic it leads to a burnout when you have a burnout you become very negative you become cynical towards people efficiency reduces you start isolating yourself from people you do not have the energy to do anything even work for that matter you just don't have the energy in you you will not take the initiative or show interest in any happy or stimulating activity in your life and you simply become a person who's just negative and cynical like there's nothing good for you and this is prolonged stress that becomes burnout and unfortunately most people just um, dismiss it you know they dismiss it saying ha theek hai it's okay everybody goes through it but this is not about what everybody goes through this is about how you come out of it so like you asked me burnout requires you to disconnect it requires you to disconnect completely there are a lot of companies who have now taken the initiative of understanding burnout and employees do take the liberty of messaging or mailing their uh, bosses and saying that hey i think i'm experiencing a burnout i need a 3 day break so they don't have to give excuses like somebody is dying and somebody is in hospital <laughs> we all know how that goes <laughs> exactly and eventually you run out of relatives <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean some people just kill the same relative again and again and again and then they have to find another one so that happens too but the deal is see that itself leads to a burnout because you have to think up and cook up excuses of going away from work now you're putting yourself through a lie you're living a lie for a few days and so now this is the kind of culture that needs to be changed and it's happening it will take some time but it is like you need to just tell somebody that hey i'm not up to mark i want to just take a break burnouts can be dealt with one by compartmentalizing your work better time management you have to manage your time better you have to know that this is my cut off time from work iske baad no more work whatever it is however pressing of course there will be situations where that's a contingency that you have to deal with you will have to deal with pressing matters but it shouldn't become your daily routine right because then everybody takes advantage of you so you know you have to have a proper time management or a nice system in place for your daily routine which should include little meditation a little exercise or a run it should include a grounding exercise by that i mean you know like place your feet on the ground walk barefoot you know feel the soil that's grounding that just makes you simply be and that is what people need when they have to regroup themselves 
taking a spa or a massage really helps listening to soothing music meditating spending time with your loved ones and disconnecting so just completely disconnect for a day or two know that you're undergoing a burnout and you need to disconnect do it okay let people around you also know that at this point in time i'm completely exhausted and i do not have the energy for anything then there'll be people who will understand your situation and they can help you with it right but acknowledge it if you are going through a burnout see that's the thing no when you're a hustler then you go through a burnout and you think that's exactly what you're supposed to go through to be strong and famous and you know like successful in your life but that's exactly what you're not supposed to go through burnouts happen because you didn't enjoy the journey you didn't take pauses you didn't calm yourself down you didn't rest on the way you need to do that yes rest is underrated i believe oh totally <laughs> totally i love rest <laughs> <laughs> we all do okay allegedly another one of the accusations which is heard at this generation is that they are not so good with taking criticism hmm. and criticism can also be constructive so how do you think the gen z students should take criticism and how should we draw that line so as to which criticism is really constructive yeah this is interesting i'll tell you what i think i'll sort of disagree with you a little bit here i think the previous generation was worst with criticism the difference between the previous generation and this generation is that this generation is more opinionated about criticism you know they question you back but what's common and this allegation that comes on to people because of criticism is that firstly you've decided that criticism is negative so if somebody is already with the mindset that i'm going to tell you something negative and you have to listen to it you know right that i'm not going to hear pleasing things about me that immediately blocks your perspective and stops you from taking any more feedback feedback is feedback actually there's no negative or positive deal is one you must make sure that even if people have not learned better and they will tell you that this is negative about you first and foremost the biggest mistake made is we take things very personally gabish you don't have to take things personally this is not about you this is about something you're doing or you need to at least identify that hey is this person actually making sense do i actually need to improve in this so and so a uh, skill set that i haven't been showing a lot of um, expertise in do i actually need to work on my attitude am i also getting the same feedback at home now if you're arrogant and you're sort of egotistical then you will be like yeah no i'm not open to this kind of feedback because i know i'm the best right but if you are humble and if you are an eager learner you will always be open to feedback because that is your chance to understand yourself through other people's perspective through their purview through their lens and if you're getting that opportunity you must optimize it you mustn't defend yourself when you get that chance it is just important that you know you're going to get feedback at that point in time first be open minded that i'm not going to look at this feedback as negative or positive second don't take it personally a person is talking about maybe certain qualities related to your skill set your uh, profession maybe to do with you as a personality as well however don't take it personally look at how it can help you to grow that's what you do right and third and most important once in a while self reflect if you internalize the experience of a feedback you will realize 
that yeah maybe this person is right and even supposing they were right you've already figured it out and somebody gives you feedback let them know that you have received it well yes but what if this criticism is meant to be personal i mean as i mentioned earlier it might just not be constructive <laughs> they might just not want you to improve they are just taking it as an opportunity to attack you and bring you down so what do we do then see those kind of people you're going to meet at at every stage every corner every walk of your life and what you do with such people is in my opinion ignore naysayers you do exactly the opposite of what they are saying if you know this is a personal attack first and foremost do not show defense do not indulge these people these kind of people like you to indulge if you are felt bad then they are feeling good right yes. they are taking sadistic pleasure out of it they know they have hit you uh, at the right spot and that is exactly what their aim was and they have accomplished it so basically they win okay so when you have people passing personal remarks making you feel bad putting you down be condescending with you those kind of people just need to be ignored you know what you laugh at them you feel sorry for them that's what you do you don't feel sorry for yourself and start doubting yourself because of them you feel sorry for them because they don't know better as simple as that trust me when you do that you change the way you see an entire scenario and when you change the way you see the scenario everything around it changes okay great and now i would like for you to give me five strengths of the 21st century students followed by five shortcomings wow <laughs> that is so specific i'm going to try all right five strengths i'd say curiosity mind of their own well connected i think they are well informed they have a lot of resources like i mentioned earlier so they have knowledge and i think they have somewhat cracked a code of wanting to live a good life you know wanting to make money wanting to live a good life and wanting to have their own time as well now like i said earlier these were this or that moments choices you struggle or you have to work really hard and then you know you don't work smart so i like the combination of hard work and smart work that i see in uh, these students today okay great and how about the shortcomings or something that they lack as compared to the previous generations yes they lack tolerance they lack tolerance they have zero tolerance which is not good they lack tolerance and patience i'd say both aren't the same but yes be intolerant to injustice or uh, wrongdoings or unethical things yes but being intolerant to other people just because they're not like you that is not the way to go i see a lack of emotional intelligence in um, today's generation as in they're more disconnected or detached so like i said that there's constant network around them so they have a strong network but at the same time they're not very open themselves so they're, they're a little guarded once in a while okay i think they are easily dissatisfied i was talking to one of my client's daughters and she was getting a job internship and i said that's nice and you know where is your internship and this and that and she she gave me her whole thing and the first thing she said to me gavish was but i'm not taking it up i said why she said they're only paying me 20000 bucks i said that's an internship salary you're getting for an internship she said yeah or maybe she was just flexing <laughs> yeah she was maybe she was flexing but she didn't take it up eventually so the point is is you're dissatisfied you want too much too soon you have to work hard for it that's why you have to also be patient when i say patient i don't mean sit and wait for things to happen for you but if you're growing a tree and you are planting a seed you have to wait for the seed to grow you have to nourish it 
you have to water it you have to give it sunlight and soil and whatever it needs but you have to also wait for it to grow you cannot expect overnight results and i see that kind of impatience in the generation today because of which then they start hustling and then they have productivity gain so yeah that's one thing that i really feel they can do away with it will be nice for them there is a massive massive surge of self doubt in today's generation because everybody is sitting behind their phone screens and that is i think a big issue because you are now so like i said consumed by other people's lives and you feel like you're not living that life that makes you dissatisfied it creates a lot of self doubt and you hide yourself away behind that screen you may put up trending reels and you may put up tiktoks and you may put up fun stuff but who you really are is something you need to acknowledge i think self doubt needs to be dealt with and lastly i'd say that they can be very judgmental i mean i know that everyone around has a lot of amazing hashtags going on discussions of being non judgmental you do you and all of those things that happen around us i see all that but the fact is that when i'm sitting and having a conversation with one or two of them i realize they're actually very judgmental themselves so it's one thing to say something it's another thing to feel it so i think it's important for uh, the newer generation to not be judgmental forget fearing judgment just don't be judgmental you automatically won't fear being judged also great so practicing what you preach is actually going to be helpful true always is it always helps always that response segment okay so as a part of the next segment i had put up a story on my instagram to pull in questions to be answered by you but i think we have covered almost everything but what remains to be answered is this one question from a responder who chooses to stay anonymous so he asks being born into the gen z we are also bestowed with a short span of attention so we all are eagerly running towards instant gratification and this short span of attention can also turn into an obstacle when we are trying to study or trying to focus on work so how would you advise him to deal with that how does one expand this span of attention which is very minute this is true short span of attention and right now the memory muscle has reduced further because of you know this constant uh, stimulus overflow around us so you don't even really pay attention to other things you're doing anymore so he's right about it what he can do and what anybody can do when you have an attention and focus issue first and foremost let me tell you that the opposite of distraction literally is traction <laughs> traction that is focus distraction ka opposite is not focus it is traction deal is that you have to increase the traction productivity or being able to grasp the ability to pay attention the attention is don't focus on the amount of time you can spend focus on how well you can grasp in a certain period of time so no matter who you are we all have a different flow okay i may pay good attention let's say i i can sleep better at night you may be able to study better early morning you know how we all have our cycle we prefer certain hours of the day for study for important things really really charged and fired up at that point and that hour of the day so it's important to identify those little slots in the day that you have where you think you can give 
the maximum amount of attention to something where you are most productive. It may not be through the day, it will be in blocks. Second thing that you need to remember is 20 minutes is the maximum human attention span on average where you can grasp properly and really, really, really absorb information. 20 minutes is a good amount of time of information absorption. So what you need to do is you create 30 minute blocks for yourself. 30 minutes without your phone, laptop or you know switch off your Wi-Fi or whatever if you're studying with a book or you have your notes on your laptop already then please put away all the other tabs on your it's very easy to get distracted by things around us okay and distraction is caused by what it's caused by you seeing something listening to something so if you know your mom is giving you some last minute chores to do and you finally sat down to study you're distracted okay you're, you're kind of reading something one of your chapters and you see a notification of Instagram, you're distracted. So when you see something, you listen to something, you see movement, you start getting distracted. Visual audio distractions are the highest forms. So you need to disconnect yourself for 30 minute blocks. That is how you actually bring your focus back completely. Disconnect from distractions. Make a list of the things that distract you. And for 30, 30 minute blocks, when you are studying, when you're paying attention, Make sure that you stay away from those distractions. See how that goes. I'm pretty sure it helps because it has helped a lot of my students. In that sense, I tell them to do 30-minute blocks, take 10-minute breaks and go back to it. So 10 minutes may you do scrolling, chilling, whatever, go back to studying like that. So that should help you. Thank you for that answer. Moral of the episode. Sir, and to sum it all up very briefly, what will be in your own last words on this podcast be the moral of the episode? Moral of the episode. Wow. You asked some very interesting questions, Gavish. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> but. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise, totally. Firstly, I'll tell you one learning that I have had over a period of time. That I absolutely love students today. I love them. They're amazing. Contradictory to what people say contradictory to the way people perceive and uh, present students of today's generation. I love them. I love them for their openness, their mind, their understanding, their skills, their abilities. And I just want to lastly sum this up maybe by saying that the moral of this episode would be that no matter which generation you belong to, your life is still your life. Your choices are still your choices and you have to make them happen for you. So whether you have technology or not, whether you have uh, being parents or not, whether you can make your own choices or not, you've got to stand up for yourself and you've got to have big dreams and you've got to make them happen. That was great. Now to wrap it up, thank you so much, Zarina, not only for recording this episode, but for everything. Your involvement has been there from deciding the title to deciding the poster and whatnot. Thank you for being my mentor. and making this podcast happen. Gavish, I can't tell you, like I said initially when I started this. So the moral of the story for this particular episode for me is just pride. Pride in my mentee, pride in a young boy who has so much knowledge and is so driven to share it. And I've seen your journey as a podcaster. You are fantastic. You're going to go places in everything you do in life because I don't see people your age with that much determination and discipline. And you have both. So as you grow up the ladder, always remain humble and don't forget me. 
of course not but i am super proud of you <laughs> super proud super super happy and uh, what a fantastic journey you had through your entire podcasting experience i'd say it's something people your generation should learn about from you because that kind of you know vision and conviction to see it through doesn't happen very often so well done and all the best for everything you do in life kavish and i've been very very honored to be part of your journey in however you know small or big ways that i've been able to i'm glad i've been part of it means a lot thank you so much supplementary segment and also if you believe that we missed up on a point or if you would simply want to stay connected you can follow me on instagram i am called gavish raptor with g a v i s h underscore r a p t o r zarina how can the listeners reach out to you listeners can reach out to me on um, instagram at zarina punawala and on linkedin or wherever at zarina punawala only <laughs> and um, yeah you can listen to my podcast it's called the life manifesto with zarina punawala it's available on the ivm network it's on spotify and wherever you listen to your podcast so if you listen to gavish then i'm just plugging myself in here you can listen to me as well okay i think that can serve as a part of our supplementary segment wherein we give something back to our listeners to remember this episode by and what better than the podcast of our guest for today and also while we no more have the skeptical student show episodes you can definitely tune into the life manifesto i'll link the podcast in the episode description thank you gavish thank you so much everyone for tuning in today and share and spread the word if you found this or any of the episodes to be relatable we'll not have any more episodes so no point in asking for you to come back but why are you not doing another season do another season no? oh god i'm not sure i mean i haven't decided on that no you're good with this i think you should you should continue i told you i'll help you if you need so figure it out okay then i'll definitely think about it that's still under consideration but for now i am taking a break so no more episodes but if you haven't listened to any of our other episodes i mean by the time this one comes out there'll be like 19 of them sitting at back so you can definitely tune into those thank you so much for tuning in and sayonara you were listening to the skeptical student show by gavish raptor created as a part of podcast lab by india film project in association with anchor by spotify Thank <laughs> you.